I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome back to the latest edition of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. Today, I have with me a very special guest that I have been given the opportunity to get to know over the course of what, the last month or so. <laughs> Today, I have with me Debbie Tedesco, and she is the Director of Admissions and Outreach with Axe Retirement, which is one of the largest non-for-profit CCRCs in the country. Debbie, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Good so glad. You, Good to see you too. I'm so glad you could join us as I've been getting to know you over the course of the last few months, it has become very apparent to me how incredibly passionate and skilled and talented you are. So can we kick this off with you just chatting a little bit about your career path and where your passion comes from? Sure. And thank you for that compliment, Danny. And it's been a pleasure meeting you. Thanks for this opportunity. So yeah, it goes back quite a few years um, <laughs> where I grew up actually close to a pharmaceutical manufacturing firm. And um, my, my parents didn't push college, um, but I always wanted to work there, you know? So during those times, face-to-face, -face, I'd knock on the door and ask for human resources, HR or personnel, whatever they called it then, and um, introduced myself and told them that I wanted to work there. I uh, wasn't sure in what capacity, um, but after a few tries, I was hired and I was hired and um, to support the sales team. So an inside sales team uh, for a big pharma company, again, close to where I lived in Philadelphia suburbs, Abington, actually. Um, and so I supported them and then realized that I could go to school at night. So it was my dream um, to go to college. And so I did go at night while I uh, worked for this pharma company in sales. Uh, and then I, you know, when you're 16, do you really know what you want to be when you grow up? Did I know I wanted to be <laughs> director of admissions and outreach uh, for a CCRC? No. Right. <laughs> or did I know that I wanted to work for pharma when I was younger? Um but so anyway, yeah, I continued my career and um, this happened to be with Johnson & Johnson and um, I moved on into pharmaceutical sales rep uh, after I finished my degree. Uh, so I got a lot of experience face-to-face -face, um, and supporting a product that was basically number one. Uh, and throughout my career, the products and services that I represent are top of the line. Um, and that's unfortunate to have taken that direction. So from pharmaceutical sales, there was a, uh, during the market downturn in 2008 through 2010, a lot of things changed um, and I had to redirect myself. Um, I knew that I knew and loved healthcare and I wanted to stay in the industry, but pharmaceutical um, sales, the number of representatives were was declining and just the whole model was changing. So I had to reinvent myself. I did join um, Healthcare Business Women's Association and worked with a collaboratively with a group called Women in Transition. And we helped each other 
um, reposition ourselves. Uh, so I helped chair that program uh, for quite some time. Um, and then transitioned into uh, senior care. So one of my fellow members in Healthcare Business Association um, got a position in senior care. Actually, it was in hospice. Um, and I thought, wow, that's an interesting angle. And, you know, I did some research. And before I knew it, I was interviewing with hospice agency and I supported hospice through business development. So it's, an, it's a little different twist to sales but it's still you know, supporting, um, supporting through, I guess, business development. And from that, uh, I transitioned over to this organization to support the clinical teams, um, assisted living and skilled nursing with outreach and to support their communities and increasing um, admissions. And, and that's where I am today. So many people, you've helped so many people. That's awesome. Yes, thank you. So this outreach piece, we have talked about this a few times in the past. And, you know, the whole industry knows how important outreach is. And there's so many people out there, sales directors or admissions directors or individuals that are in charge of outreach that get cold feet, that they're scared to actually go out and, and make these connections what are your tips? How have you been so successful? Well, um, Danny, outreach is not for everyone. And I have seen, um, I've seen people that have been asked to do outreach and cry yeah. because, because <laughs> they were afraid to do it. You know, I mean, I don't know. It has to be something within. Um, and I do know people that, yeah, that, like I said, cry and would never want to do what I do. And it's not always about cold calling, but mm -hmm. if I don't meet new people in my outreach, um, I don't do so much outreach, but work with others that do it. And, you know, I still do participate in um, different community events and organizations, but um, yeah, it is scary to some. And um, I'd say if you're looking for someone to do outreach, you know, they have to have certain qualities. I would say, you know, first of all, they have to have the personality. Mm -hmm. to be able to go out there and, you know, knock on a door um, and they have to have some kind of polish I, I, and finesse to them. And they also have to be present. Um, so the whole, um, the whole concept of outreach is to build a relationship between what you're representing and where you need to be. So you're the connector. Um, so again, not for everybody, um, to be cautious when you're choosing um, your outreach person. Absolutely. That's some great advice. You were spot on there. So the community connection piece, and I know you've been a part of different groups in your community. How is that important? Should people be involved in the greater community? Does that really help or should it just be, you know, referral sources and discharge planners? I believe every organization needs to have some kind of outreach. You have to connect to a to the surrounding community, uh, whether it's an organization, association, professional associations. I mean, you cannot live in your own shell. So again, one of the meanings, if you look up the meaning of outreach, there will be several, but I'm gonna use the one um, that just hits me the most, especially in our business and senior care industry is a strategy that involves 
getting your business brand product messaging to those who can make a difference. So when you're representing whatever it is, if you're representing assisted living or skilled nursing or even independent living, it's like, where do you need to be? Where are those folks that could benefit from our services, our product, where are they right now? And how can I get to them? And so everybody is a customer. If I go to a chamber event, I'm talking to people that are all ages, you know, from 20 to 70. And everybody knows somebody that eventually will have a need for senior care. Uh, so I hope I answered your question. Um, yeah. You know, the importance, I, I think I said this to you, I look at myself as a walking billboard mm-hmm. for my organization. And, um, you know, it's so important to be out there and to educate and raise awareness. I'm not selling, which I have sold in the past, and it's a different concept, you know, but I'm out there. I just feel that I'm out there to be the connector, the bridge. I love that word, the connector. That's, <laughs> that's powerful. It is. I really, oh. I really like that. And it's a different dynamic of between selling and being the connector and being the educator and being that expert and an advocate and extremely important. Absolutely. What about, how do you prep for outreach. You know, we talked a little bit about the cold calling. I think that's what a lot of people where they get the cold feet is that they are just going and showing up somewhere. And then it's like deer in the headlights and, and they get nervous and it's an awkward conversation. Yeah, that is the scary part. It's, it's fine going to your uh, family's house for the holidays, right? Or your friend's right. house on the weekend, you know, them. you're comfortable, but when you're going to you know, to meet someone new, um, you have to have a purpose. So before you go, you have to know um, and understand and believe in your product or service. So that's basic number one. And if you feel comfortable, then you, that's step number one. You know, you really need to know what you're there for. And I wouldn't just go and knock on a door. You have to know, you know, what are you going to say? Why are you here? Um, So I've gone into in my pharma life, you know, I've gone into physician's offices for the first time or hospital discharge planning uh, offices, um, even churches. Um, and so you are there not to sell your product, get to know them. I introduce myself as, hey, I'm Debbie Tedesco. You know, I'm representing uh, the community that I'm there to represent. And I'm, I'm here, I'm a neighbor, and I just want to see how we can partner better together. Mm-hmm. You know, um, deep down inside how I can understand how I can help them and how can they in turn help us. So for instance, if you're going to a church, how can, you know, what is the connection with the church? Well, most churches or places of worship have um, a senior group and, you know, they might be questioning, what is that community down the street or where am I going to live once my, my health declines or, you know, I get a diagnosis of something. So I'm hoping to be able to present to them, to educate them. And also um, eventually if they like what we have to offer, you know, offer them tours that eventually they'll move in. So, I mean, again, that's from the standpoint of senior living, uh, whether it's assisted living or skilled nursing. So you're not going in there to just charge them, (laughs) charge them and drop them off with, you know, brochures and pens. It's right. More about communication. 
Absolutely. And building that connection, because just like our, our prospects or future residents, it's a, you're building a trusting relationship. You have to do the exact same thing with anybody who is going to end up referring or, you know, saying, Hey, go check them out over there. I just did a podcast a few weeks ago with somebody who I used the word trust partners in place of referral sources. And I really liked that because it wasn't a, oh, you know, I'm asking somebody for something and they're going to refer. It was more of a thought process of, of that connection and, and working together and we trust each other and we trust each other's business. And it's always a back and forth type relationship, a trust partner, a connection. Absolutely. I mean, would you buy something from someone that you didn't trust or from an an organization that you didn't trust? Um, Would you put a loved one into a senior community, assisted living, skilled nursing, um, if you've heard bad things about it, or if you did not trust the person that came out to speak to you about it? So absolutely. um, Trust is so important. Um, and reliability too, you know, do you say what you're, do you do what you say you're going to do? So every time you leave, um, a new out, I'm going to just call it an outreach opportunity. Um, I always try to build a connection like, oh my gosh, yeah, my grandmother lived there or yeah, my mom used to work there, um, a connection. And then when you go back the second time, have two or three follow-up initiatives, like build on that connection or, Hey, you mentioned that, you know, you like to go out to dinner or get a common interest, commonality and build upon that just as you would a friendship. Just absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We don't just start trusting a friend and tell them our lifelong secrets or, you know, take a recommendation. It's you, you start with one thing that's in common and that's how it builds exact Mm -hmm. same concept. I love it. So for any new admission directors listening to this, and you know, if you're brand new in the industry or brand new in the role, we both know that it can be overwhelming. And, you know, especially those first 90 days, right? Of like, oh gosh, what did I do? There's a lot of paperwork. I'm meeting a lot of new people. I'm supposed to be, you know, doing this outreach. What's What's some tips that you can give the new individuals coming into this career path? Sure. Um, so I'm thinking about uh, back when I first started. Because um, again, like I said before, really know your product. Uh, so say I was just hired, you know, in a new assisted living community. You really have to know not only the product, but the team players and ask questions, ask lots of questions. Um about how they feel business has been and um, just the type of um, residents that they've seen coming in and um, and then do some research yourself about history repeats itself. So, you know, are you pulling in from the local community or is it a county over? Um, you get a lot of people from a 55 plus community, hospitals, physicians, Uh, So, you know, really plan and again, know your service and your product. Um, And then when you are ready to go out again, learn about them. So hospitals, if you're looking for skilled nursing um, admissions, you're certainly going to be working with case management. They could be independent case managers. 
for those in hospital department, um, introduce yourself, get to know them, ask them what's been working for them. You know, um, how has your relationship been with um, assisted living ABC, you know, and um, you're going to hear the, the good, you're going to hear the good and the bad, right. and, you know, <laughs> continue with the good, with the positive and try to fix what has been negative and, mm-hmm. you know, that say that you're here to build a better partnership and to improve on the relationship that they've had. Absolutely. Yeah. So and do your research. Yeah. Don't just expect it to come easy. You have to do the work in order to be successful. And the first few times you walk in there, you know, don't expect to, I mean, you have to give before you get, you know, so you're not going to get 10 referrals. Um, Although it's happened, you know, oh my God, Debbie, I'm so glad to see you. You know, yes, I haven't seen anybody for, for a long time. Um, And it's just, you know, exchange phone numbers with the director of case management um, and with physicians too, the same, they're a great referral source um, for their family and friends and for, um, for their patients as well. So if you're going into a physician's office, what you, a starter might be, can you think of anybody that could benefit from our services? You know, I don't know if you have a memory care, but um, if you go to, you know, geriatricians or neurologists, can you think of someone that is not safe at home anymore that really needs to be placed outside? Um, I'm here to help you. Absolutely. That's a great question to ask and it gets their mind going a little bit. And, you know, cause if you just are like, you know, here's my, here's my information. Let me know if you need anything. They're going to be like, yeah, okay. But if you actually say, can you think of anybody that has been struggling with such and such, they're going to start thinking of all the people that they've seen or different situations they've come across recently. So just kind of help them along. Yeah. And you can use that, um, meeting anyone, business association, uh, you know, chamber organizations, anywhere you go, you know, I'm here to help. You don't know how many times I get calls, Debbie, can you help me? Yeah. Um, my mom, my dad needs help. He's had a change in life um, and um, in his health and is no longer safe at home. We need help. So, Awesome. Debbie, this so much great advice, whether it's for somebody who is just starting their career in this type of role or the senior living space or somebody who is seasoned and just needs the reminders or reassurance about how incredibly important outreach and those connections are. Thank you so much for your expert advice. You are so welcome and uh, glad to do it for you. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. Okay. One last question. Like we're in the middle of the holiday season, right? So what are you most looking forward to this upcoming holiday season? Oh, I'm, I'm traditional. So I really enjoy you know, people come to our house for Christmas, uh, for dinner. And so I'm really looking forward to about, I don't know how many guests, maybe 12 guests this year. Ooh, and, you're the hostess. I like it. Yeah. going to be the hostess. Um, so I, I do love the holidays. Thank you. How about you? Oh, you know, I'm the same way. Like everybody just come here. Let me cook for you and love on you. And yeah, the more, the merrier. I'm very excited. Yeah. That sounds great. Well, happy holidays and thank you again for joining. Same to you. Thank you, Danny. Take care.